Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. An Erio's original. I'm Priyanka. I'm Camilla. And this is the podcast that navigates beauty and wellness from our perspectives as women of color. This week, like every week, we're talking stuff and things, tips and tricks, and deconstructing Western beauty standards. And we are joined by special guest Taz Ahmed. Hi, Taz. Hi. Hi. We're so excited to have you here. Taz is an activist, storyteller, and co-host of the critically acclaimed and very necessary Good Muslim, Bad Muslim podcast, which is sadly coming to an end it is but we had a good five-year run that's five a years really i know I mean, i'm just saying that no, like no one does anything for five years no, no absolutely you had like amazing <laughs> highs you got to like yeah. i mean you did everything with we that recorded podcast. the white house yeah oh my god I mean, the other right. white house yeah, yeah. yeah. White house. the actual Not yes the, the real white the house. House. house this one doesn't count this one does, no absolutely. this is a yeah. sham yeah. this is a weird puppet government Mm-mm. absolutely no oh incredible i got the invite to your yeah khudafa's party khudafa's party Aww. I know we're gonna say bye but we're gonna have a fun party we're gonna yeah. celebrate the ending yeah. I feel like I've been a part of so many different projects where they just kind of like yeah. fade yeah right and we didn't want that to happen this time around I run this podcast with uh, Zara Norbash and we wanted to celebrate yeah. and just you know acknowledge that five years is a it's a fucking long time it's also like a tv season like you know too and there are so many tv shows that just run a few seasons past the really should Mm -hmm. so you appreciate the ones that actually like the good choice yeah he said you know what we're going out three seasons yeah that's enough well you still love us yes (laughs) and that is the end well that's what we've always said about this podcast too is that we love doing it and and we yeah we really really love making it and we love doing it together there will be a point where we go we can't do this anymore yeah (laughs) yeah it's not gonna last forever yeah and certainly not if you don't subscribe right now. Exactly. So subscribe <laughs> and send it to everyone, as many as possible. <laughs> send this. If you don't send it to five people right now, we'll end the podcast next we week. We should have like yeah. a, our ask should be like a chain letter situation. It's oh, like if yeah. you don't, if you don't send this to five people, people this is going to happen. Within 24 yeah. hours, what's going to happen? Um, the We're going to shut down the podcast. Yeah. So my mother, well, my mother will call you and yell at you. <laughs> <laughs> I should point her in that's, that direction. That's amazing. That would be, be like, great. Wow. The next episode will just be my mother yeah. like yelling, tearing you apart. It should be like an ad. Oh my yeah. God. Someone posted something the other day about their mum does a yearly thing where they basically sit them down on New Year's, like, you know, um, like first or second of January yeah. and just kind of like reviews where they're going right and wrong in their oh. lives oh. and where they like can a board focus meeting. more, Wait, like this, more attention. I know. And this. I was like, I would pay money for this service. Oh, yes. From like, someone else's mom. Not for oh, my yeah, mom, not for though. my own mom. No, 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 no. no, no, but no, no. I have someone else's I have friends mom. that have like, they'll convene for yeah. certain life changes that they're going yeah. through. They have a certain board that mm-hmm. of friends they uh will say like okay it's time for our meeting and then they talk <gasps> through their life goals together and they like hold them accountable for the year that's wonderful i know that's i pretty feel fun. like i need it but i feel like it might be too much accountability <sighs> no but my if you're friend, scared of it it's good right yeah. my friend beth goes to a party every year that's like an it's called an accountability it's like an, a der- determinations party or something wow. where they like just write down in the it's so in like a certain tense it's like this year i will and yes. then it's like all the things you're gonna do and she says the last two years, it's all happened. That's just because marvelous. she has, just because she is focused on the things she actually wants to do, mm. and then all the noise that comes in, she's like, "Nope, that's not part of my right. yeah, that's like a letter I'm, that I wrote yeah. for myself." That's amazing. It's pretty smart. I, I kind of want to do this. Okay, guys, yeah. we just do it. Well, we're going to we talk about we're mm. going to talk all about that in a little bit, but we need to start with stuff and things. Indeed, indeed. Mm. Okay. So stuff and things is just purchases, treatments, recommendations, steer clears. You know, like anything that you have enjoyed in the last whatever. Um, anything new any products any treatments um we can go first yeah okay great um cam what's your my thing this week was a 
it's the goop enzyme exfoliation mm. and it's made of a pineapple enzyme and it's got a creamy like a creamy kind of nutty texture you kind of put it on i usually try to put it on for like two minutes so i put it on then i brush my teeth mm. and then you rinse it off and it's just resurfaces my skin is silky smooth but it's also really been helping with some of my pigmentation because i'm talking to you know so many estheticians recently you know pigmentation being such an issue for me personally that everyone keeps coming back to is like a large part of it is exfoliation so of course they recommend using the exfoliator like twice a week Gwyneth uses it every day. Wow. So I kind of split the difference and I do it every other day. Mm -hmm. And it's made quite a big difference. How much does it cost? It's not terrible. I think it's around 40, 50 for a pot. And how how long does a pot last? The pot, I bought it before the holidays. It is now Feb. So yeah. And I'm only about halfway through. Okay. So a few months. Yeah. That's really good. Cheaper than a facial. Yes. Very true. As we always say. Yes. (laughs) The product cheaper than facial. Yeah. 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 But also Goop has really good sales. Like, yeah, I and mean, we do mock them. I've first never the, been on the Goop website. There's a lot of great stuff. I mean, stuff. there's a lot there's of also, nonsense, but there's yeah, a lot there's of good definitely stuff. some nonsense. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. mean, they will sell you like an infrared sauna for twelve thousand dollars, but you can also get incredible sports bras for twenty five dollars really? that are excellent. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the Goop sports sports bras I use a lot, and I do a lot of dance as well. So there's a lot of jumping around, and yeah. they are like they keep they keep they keep the girls they strapped keep, down. Keep it all in. We yeah. should do like you should tell us your faves. Yeah, yeah. because you've sifted through. That's true. That's I very that. that would be yeah. extremely helpful because also, there's yeah. the jade eggs. You know, like yeah. what can you do? I mean, you don't need those. <laughs> also, yeah, the um, racerback like vest tops for working mm-hmm. out are great. They are cut mm-hmm. in a way that is cut. the armhole. The armhole, Always impeccable, the armhole. Mm-hmm. and also doesn't give you that weird sports bra back fat thing. It's, yeah. it's just, they're very well cut. Someone has thought about them very well. Huh. I'm going to actually visit the Goop website now. You're going to have to. Because I just kind of <laughs> yeah. stayed away because of the jade eggs. Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah, don't worry. There's some nonsense on You don't there. have to put everything in yeah. your vagina. Yeah. Don't out. put everything in your vagina. <laughs> no, really. Don't do that. No. That's just... <laughs> the creams and workouts amazing. She, she yeah. certainly exercises. <laughs> yeah. Um, White excellence. Yeah, continue. <laughs> <laughs> you are a number one booster. It's true. She is um, my white mom. <laughs> um, <laughs> my thing mm-hmm. was that i went to bloomingdale's um during a sale and i did not know about their in-house line of cashmere i did not know either Aqua. okay really Aqua. yeah the price points are reasonable for okay. cashmere because uh, i wound up by myself i had a credit i believe yeah. so i was like i'm gonna myself a bit cute yeah and i bought this adorable gray cashmere sweater with little red hearts embroidered on it yes. um and it was not that expensive and they had a lot of really cute there was like a neon green one with like a lightning bolt across it like interesting you yeah know, like design. pieces yeah um i've gotten so many compliments on it which is my only gauge exactly <laughs> yeah, yeah. don't know how to dress myself i only um, leave the house for compliments yeah. we've talked about this <laughs> yeah, exactly so people are always like where did you get that and i'm like it's like the bloomingdale's brand aqua cashmere highly recommend yeah and it's so soft my uh, baby touches it every morning goes yeah it's really really (laughs) it's really cute what um taz what's your what's your thing so i'm doing whole 30 again Mm -hmm. yeah um i I don't know if we're gonna talk about cleanses later but we can talk about it and they have they promote using collagen mm-hmm. so there's yes, a vital do. protein yes. beauty collagen yes. which i love Great. which flavor do you um, use? i like the greens yeah. there's a straight up green one but i have the lavender lemon one right now mm-hmm. i can't seem to get through it as much as i got through the green one so oh. um it's i just love anything with collagen in it right now is it yes and when it's dry when it's dry out like this don't mm-hmm. you find that it really yeah. helps yeah. your skin totally yeah i i, I did the fish one because i don't eat beef so like yeah. a lot of them are like cow bones yeah. but um immediate difference yeah. like a day yeah. or two later my skin was totally yeah. different. your nails are longer yeah. your hair is stronger yeah. like everything yeah it's pretty yeah. incredible. Is the beauty collagen, is that different from like the vats that they sell? Where, kind of. Yeah. I, I think it just, I, I mean, I don't know. They, I mean, they, they're just selling it. Product. I think the <laughs> beauty one has added biotin, which yeah. is what ah. helps your hair and nails. Okay. And it tastes better. Yeah. Oh, it does. Oh, okay. that's interesting. Because they have, yeah. the beauty ones are the ones with more flavor. Yeah. Oh, like flavor options. Yeah. Okay, great. We will certainly link to that in the, um, in the email. Um, yes. And so Taz, that actually is like the perfect lead in. 
Excellent segue. <laughs> Excellent segue into um, our question today is our big, our big overarching question is to cleanse or not to cleanse. Because, you know, it's January, everyone's like, you know, new year, new me. And it kind of always feels like everyone kind of, you know, begins this very cyclical pattern of like, all right, this year I'm going to, you know, be incredibly punitive and clear everything from my um, from my diet. That oh. is my week. Yeah. <laughs> <That's-> <laughs> You're like, yes, but I have subscribed. Yeah. <laughs> um, and for some people that really, really works. And I think it's supposed to be after like Christmas periods as well, where everything's just, you know, an awful lot of excess. Just chocolate I mean, and wine. Mm-hmm for like yeah. two three months and cheese yeah for like three straight months it's a magical time <laughs> it's wonderful but then doesn't everyone just wake up in january and go Ooh. i was sick for the past eight oh. weeks i feel i feel oh. like i got like a cold in the no- end of november mm-hmm. and i i got better a little bit mm-hmm. the cough just never went away so i just oh, like no. perpetually just like coughing yeah and I think my body by January was just like, nope. Yeah, yeah. they're just like rejecting yeah. all the sugar. Yeah, and the my, my body was not happy. Yeah. My period was late for two weeks Ooh, for the no. first time. No. I was like, I got to like reset body. That's Pets what I'm saying. Yeah. Like, yeah. I don't necessarily have a cleanse because I find them very extreme. Right. Mm-hmm. Generally, right. they're like, yeah. so just drink chicken broth for like three weeks. And I'm like, I can't. <laughs> sure. Yeah. I need to eat like a normal person, but I yeah. love a reset. I yeah. love like a January, like, okay, like we veered off path for a little while. We don't feel our best. Like, what do we need? to do to feel our best but also like i am just not a fan in general of wellness one size fits all where they're like this exactly. will be great for totally you. yes like, indeed no different yeah. things work yeah. for different people exactly. so well, like you know i tried whole 30 once and found my cholesterol skyrocketed really? quite a dangerous amount just, you're eating so much protein and a lot of um like also a lot of shrimp as well because again i don't eat For a lot you. of red meat yeah. and so that really affected my cholesterol quite drastically i remember my doctor being a horror it's like what happened i was like i'm doing whole 30 being very healthy shrimp. and he was like ah <laughs> and it's very very common right yeah and i was thinking of doing keto but my cholesterol yeah. was really high so i was like yeah. i think i need to stay away from keto yeah. just do whole 30 without yeah. the red meats yeah yeah we, we i was vegan and i my cholesterol was insane mm-hmm. and they were like really? that's because you're mm-hmm, because you're because your diet when you're vegan is all carbohydrates and yes. i don't even mean bread i yeah. mean like vegetables yes. like it's all there's yeah. no protein or fat in the in the diet when you're vegan um so it didn't work for me i could now there are more options because yeah. there are more plant proteins and i could just put an avocado on everything you know i just know more but vegan was very hard for me to be yeah so not everything is good for everyone yes. you know so everyone's like well i just and plus like we we code so many things as like virtuous and like mm-hmm. not virtuous there are all these people who are just like i wish i could be vegan and i'm like why it's not like yeah. some higher spiritual yeah. like yeah yeah you know, cool thing exactly. <laughs> you're just not eating certain things yeah you're not you don't become like a better person yeah. you know like, i know some just... terrible vegans yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hitler was a vegan oh my god oh my no. god just, like... just or it could have been um it's also, I met my nutritionist actually, funny enough, by um, I overheard her in a Pilates studio um, telling a woman she should not do a juice cleanse. Oh. And explained to her why it was so much worse for, you know, for all of the things that she wanted yeah. the juice cleanse to do. You know, she wanted to do it to lose weight. She wanted to do it to, um, you know, increase her productivity and all this other stuff mm. and the clearer skin and whatever and um, my wonderful nutritionist Miriam was just very quietly explained to her it's like this is a terrible idea and let me explain to you why wow. um, they're incredibly high in sugar you are going to like you'll, you'll lose a lot of weight rapidly but then you will gain it back rapidly and it will interfere with your metabolism in a way that will make it much harder for you to maintain a healthy weight going forward and I overheard this and I was like, I love her. That's amazing. How do I, <laughs> I want to meet her nutritionist. Yeah. She's incredible. <laughs> yeah. Her name is Miriam Jacobson. She's absolutely awesome. She actually has this thing online, She's this like Food online. Foundations mm-hmm. course, which is a wonderful way to kind of dip your toe into, you know, like, um, into, like intuitive eating and nutrition. And uh, the thing I love about her is she's just very reasonable. Yeah. And that she's also an actual medical professional. Yeah. As opposed to all of our LA nutritionists. Yeah. Who just like, who I'm just hot. Say, like, I am a nutritionist. <laughs> I'm yeah. hot. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> Don't you want to look like me? Yeah. <laughs> You're like, um, well, that's the other thing. And if there's anything, and I feel like we should repeat this at the top of every episode of the show, is like, everybody is different. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Everybody is different and responds differently to a specific diet or a specific supplement or a specific any, I mean, anything like what works for me might not work for you. Exactly. So, so all I can tell you is my experience, but that doesn't mean that it might work 
for you at all. Yeah. yeah. None of this is prescriptive. Um, and it can't be. Well, if, there, if any of these things were universal, there would be seven products. Not at all. And also, like, let's talk about, like, a cleanser or reset is fine, but, but or detox, whatever. I hate the word detox. Yeah. Um, because our bodies are wonderful. Yeah. They'd... If I believed in God, I would say they were God's creations. <laughs> like, we're all, we're all, you know, yeah. we're, we're people. We're wonderful. Our bodies are great. Every, everybody's body is great. And yeah. we look at them as a source of, like, shame and tension yeah. and, like, oh, if only my body didn't do that. And if only my body were cleaner. Like, what are we all talking yeah. about? Yeah. Um, but if you think of your body as, like, I describe a lot of the time my, my son, um, uh, I talk about his body like a car, you know, yeah. and then I'm like, well, if you're putting gasoline, like really good gasoline in your car, then like it runs better and it can go faster and it can go this and it can go, go that. But if you're putting water or like yeah. vegetable oil in your yeah. car and it's not supposed to have, then it might not work as well. So we talk about junk food and we talk about yeah. everything in moderation and all that stuff. But I think that at least for me, the older I've gotten, the more I realize how I respond to certain mm-hmm. foods and I've taken mm-hmm. certain things out of my diet. So it's really lifestyle changes. There's yeah. nothing you can do yeah. in a month that is going to change your body if that is yeah. what you're aiming for, you know? It's like these tiny little lifestyle changes always that are just like, that will change everything up. I, two things have changed, two big things. Mm-hmm. First of all, well, you know, I love a habits chart. Whenever I feel like I've yeah. gone off, uh, off yeah. piste, um, I make a good habits chart and I post it on the, I put it on the fridge and I check off every day that I take my supplements, I meditate, I exercise. I, like, oh, that's so good. Yeah. Um, we love gold stickers yeah. and rewards yeah. in this I house. We mm-hmm. And also it just gets me in the habit of doing yeah. things without yeah. really, I added yeah. a crossword puzzle every day yeah. because I, I love want my that. brain to stay fit, whatever it is. I have always thought that's super annoying for everyone else in my house. But Rodney, of course, was like, where's mine? And my oh. son was like, I want one. I was like, great. Our house is going to be so clean. <laughs> I was like, put your stuff in a hamper. He's like, great. Um, we'll see how Everyone long. loves rewards. Everyone wants a feeling of validation. And Wait, the, does yeah. everyone in your house do it? Or is it just I you? I have printed one out for my husband. My, my son is asking for, my son is also asking for one. Wow. I just really want to make sure that he's ready because I don't yeah. I never want him to feel like I'm telling him what to do yep. but he loves um, he's very internally motivated so yeah. I feel like there's a perfect time for it and we're going to slap it up there when it's time <laughs> um, because he'll be like did you notice how clean my room is and I'll be like, <laughs> like gold star yes <laughs> I did it's never going to work for me to tell him what to do but two of the things on my chart oh my yeah. god guys first of all I haven't had a drink since my birthday oh my wow. gosh yes and you know how much I love to drink you do love to drink what motivated that change? I had a two-day panic attack after my birthday. Oh, wow. Crazy anxiety. Oh, my God. And you know I've been a little bit anxious after I drink anyway. Mm. And it had always been anything other than tequila. Tequila yeah. was fine. And exactly. I was like, great, yeah. so now I only drink tequila. Yeah. Well, tequila turned on me. Oh, no. Yeah. So I was um, in a very bad state after my birthday. And I just was done. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I just said, I think I'm done. Yeah. Sadly. Goodbye. I love you. Yeah. <laughs> you don't love me. Oh, wow. <laughs> we had a wonderful time together. We had, you know, <laughs> I we had mean, a really nice 20 year run. <laughs> Ups and downs. Yeah. Adventures. Again, in many countries. The cocktails were very, very good and strong at your birthday. So it was a, it's a good way to go out. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. It was. And I just haven't wanted one since. Yeah. <laughs> so That's I was fair. just like, I think we're done. Yeah. And we'll see how I feel. And I've started feeling really good yeah i started feeling really really good the anxiety or whatever i was feeling because we were both super anxious at the end of the year and i was yeah. like we gotta nip this yeah mm-hmm. so that certainly lifted a good like 10 percent. but then i also went to my cardiologist who i love um who keeps my cholesterol in check and my cholesterol is in a very good place and she said okay she's a lipidologist so she studies the link between basically any sort of fat floating around in your body and so she also uh, talks about the link between um blood sugar and cl- high cholesterol and alzheimer's okay mm-hmm. so my grandmother passed away she had alzheimer's mm-hmm. i also happen to have the gene mm-hmm. the, like the double gene really so it's pretty much like for certain that i i'm supposed to get it so we've always we can cure that by the time that you get <laughs> up to that age like we've got some time she is she, her take is it's very unlikely that there will be a cure because it's made up of so well, many not with that attitude it's, so many, <laughs> it's made up of so many different factors yeah. it can be bacteria in your gums it yeah can be also um plaque in your whatever like yeah. there are five or six different things that make up alzheimer's plaque mm-hmm. and it will take a long time before you know there's a way to treat it she says but there is a way to prevent it so she gave me this book called the end, end of alzheimer's which is by a doctor at i cannot remember a link to it um the end of alzheimer's a study that was done a few years ago and it's a very simple basically like ketogenic way of eating it's like mm-hmm. quite low carb not like eat bacon but like yeah. you know just don't eat so many carbs eat like up your fat and protein and um a fasting window 
Okay. A 16-8 fasting window. So Every I, day? Mm-hmm. Wow. So I eat between 10 and 6 mm-hmm. or 11 and 7, whatever. Um, and I feel great. I feel great. It's been really, really good. Yeah. Like really good. Um, I have more energy. And she says like that way your body actually burns and excretes the stuff, the stuff mm-hmm. that it will otherwise settle somewhere else. And um, I was like, sure, I'll do it. And she says, okay, do you think you can do it? And I was like, I already said I'll do it. Yeah. And she laughs and she goes, and she laughs and I was like, what? Do other people not do it? Yeah. And she goes, Pre, no one listens to me. <laughs> Except for you. She was like, you listen to me and then you go home and you do what I tell you. Everyone else just does what wants to do whatever they want. Yeah. And then come to me for a pill in 10 years. She said, there is no cure for Alzheimer's. There is currently a way to prevent or slow it down. Yeah. So what's this DNA test that you took? Like, where did you? Did, well, she did it. Okay. So you went in. Yeah. Yeah. Eight years ago. And she was like, okay, so just so you know, like, we're going to have to talk about this. You know, like, let's get your cholesterol under control. And mm-hmm. then, and then let's talk about Alzheimer's. It's amazing. Yeah. She was saying that like, uh, you know, I mean, a lot of people who study Alzheimer's call it type three diabetes because there is that link yeah. oh, I guess with high blood sugar. to insulin resistance, yeah. blood sugar, like it's all kind of like intertwined. Um, but the book is fascinating, The End of Alzheimer's. I'm going to read this. Yeah, I kind of want to read it too. Yeah. yeah. And so I just turned 40. Mm, Congratulations. Wait, right? When was your birthday? Mine was in July. Oh, right, right, yeah. And I, when I went in for to my eye doctor, he was like, I'm noticing cholesterol deposits on your eyes. <gasps> and I was okay. like, okay, time to go to the regular doctor. And apparently my cholesterol is like borderline high. Mm-hmm. Okay. But the doctor wasn't like super nervous about it. But I was like, I feel like... I need someone to be more yeah. nervous about it. Yeah. So this is super interesting to hear. Go see my cardiologist. different man. types of cholesterol yeah. right? as well. Like the basically the, the larger kind versus the smaller kind. I always mm-hmm. forget what the different names are. Some are fine right. yeah. if, if it's high and, LDL, and yeah. like some are, you know, bad. Maybe go and talk to someone. Yeah. Just, just a little checky yeah. check. So you I just feel like I want yeah. someone to talk to. Yeah. yeah. I highly recommend my cardiologist. I yeah, love her to death. I've seen her since I was like 30. Sandra Fallon wonderful lady she researches a lot and she's over at st john's and she's just brilliant mm-hmm. she's really tapped into she's always like at a conference and always coming back with like <laughs> always speaking. papers you yeah. know being like let me explain to you what's going on so you're aware so you're doing the whole 30 for the second time did you say um i, I think it might be like my sixth time oh really thing i okay. do it like mm-hmm. okay so i am muslim and i fast for ramadan mm. and around like four or five years ago i realized that uh, because Ramadan kind of moves up the calendar. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So now it's like heavy in the summer, like right in the hot, hottest part. Oof. And it's really hard That's because hard. of it. Um, and I found that when I was going from like regular eating into Ramadan, I was a mess. I was yeah. just getting backaches. It was just, my body just wasn't doing it well. So I started doing Whole30 before Ramadan Ooh, started. Oh, smart. And that really made it a much easier experience because my body was yeah. acclimated to fasting and mm-hmm. yeah. was like cleaner, I guess. As I've I said like before, cleaning. intermittent fasting is really just Ramadan yeah. for white people. Yeah. Right, right. Like exactly. that's basically what right. it is. But that's so so fascinating. So you would start doing it before the month. I did start doing before Ramadan, and then I also have like weird insomnia in October. I have like Always? seasonal insomnia. Yeah, so weird. And I found that when I was doing Whole Thirty during October, then I was able to sleep better. <gasps> It's so weird. Like, you gotta listen to your body. Listen to your body like you listen to your car. You know, like, that's crazy. And I'm doing it now just because I was sick for eight weeks and I was like, I just need to, and my period was late and I need to figure out what's going on. That is always so alarming, isn't it? When you're just like, oh God, something. I turned 40. (laughs) My premenopausal, what's happening? You know, you just turn 40 and all of a sudden everything changes. So true. I feel like things started hurting all of a sudden. Yeah. didn't hurt before. Oh God. You're like, what? That's a body part? I remember being on a show where I was drinking three to four to five Diet Cokes a day. Oh my God. And what happened? I basically I had three periods in one month. <gasps> so, <laughs> so I quit drinking Diet Coke. I now have one Diet Coke maybe once a year. Yeah. I have to have a very bad hangover to have a have a diet coke. Yeah. That's usually an alarm bell sound it's really when my for a hangover. It is yeah. a, the it is the cure. For it's a excellent. A it's very coke, very good. It works like <laughs> yeah. Not that I like I haven't been hungover in a while, but a diet coke will do it. But, so when my husband sees there's a diet coke on my 
Postmates order. He was like, oh. oh. <laughs> <laughs> One day ago. <laughs> we did bits last night. Yes, we did. <laughs> yes, we did. Yeah, the, I don't think I've had soda in a very long time. Yeah. It's yeah, very interesting how quickly that kind of drops out of your diet. Mm-hmm. And things. It does. What are the hardest things for you with doing something like the with Whole30 in terms of, you know, adjusting your regular like eating patterns or drinking patterns? I My thing is like I'm a sugar addict. Mm. So sugar cravings one. are really hard. Yeah. I was never a fan of pasta. I always mm-hmm. feel bloated from it. So I feel yeah. like giving that up isn't a big deal. Yeah. Giving up bread doesn't feel like everything else feels it's like, like easy. Sweet, yeah. yeah. That sweet thing. I'm just. Yeah. And I have fruits in my refrigerator, which I probably shouldn't have. But like I need something. Yeah. yeah. Otherwise I can't do it. I'm Bengali, so yeah, like bing- the Bengali yeah. re- people yeah. need the mishti. Yeah. They need the sweets. We're known for uh, being the sweet uh, makers. My Masi is married. Uh, her husband's Bengali, so it's like mishti galore. You have to, yeah. and then everyone has diabetes. Yeah. <laughs> Damn. Oh but it's so goodness. good. It's it's so our culture good. is all about sweets. Here yeah. for a good time, not a long time. <laughs> oh, nice. okay. oh so, gosh. do you have any favorite Whole Thirty recipes? Do I have any favorite Whole30 recipes? I, um, I don't, I don't, I don't, every time I do it, I just like restart like cookbooks and start like looking again. I guess soups generally, soups are good. Yes. There's a really good pho recipe. I Mm. I don't know where it is, but you, um, it it uses a lot of star anise Mm -hmm. and it gives it that licorice flavor, which is so delicious. There's like a matcha that recipe that you make with coconut butter, which Ooh, is probably very fat. That sounds amazing. Really good. Sounds Will you send it to us? Yeah, I'll send it. Yeah, yeah. Send all of them. I, I feel like stuff. I should know more recipes though. And like yeah. you're bringing it up. I'm just like, I should know more recipes. <gasps> yeah. Oh, once you find your go-tos, it's like next year, then yeah. you'll work yeah. in more things, you'll work in more things, and you'll work in more things. My go-to cookbook is the Nom Nom Paleo. Yes. I've yeah. heard, yeah. 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 Doesn't she have like a sauce or something or some spices yeah, she, too? Uh, she's, she's also, she just has like all that yeah. Asian flavor She's palettes. got the umami powder, yeah, which is like it, the dried yeah. mushroom stuff. Mm-hmm. She's got like this kind of, it's like a hoisin sauce, but it's not. It's like a, yeah. she's got a lot of, she's great. She's good. And she has an instant pot, which I do too. And so I like always look her for those kinds of recipes i feel like i need an instant oh it's i know i don't have one either but everyone is so jazzed about them i know you're like i throw out everything else i throw out all my appliances i only have the instant pot and of course like a blender but i had a rice cooker i Mm. had a um slow cooker i had a you know like i just i only use the instant pot but what if you want to have rice and whatever's in the instant pot Mm. then you make both in the instant pot like well you you can make rice it takes like 12 minutes <laughs> oh that makes it and easier. then you make you know it's, it's so it's, it's easy fast. it's so fast um okay. and i have with two kids you know like yeah. i don't have to spend i can have a fresh dinner every night with maybe 10 minutes of prep that's amazing that's incredible yeah and it's it's really magical because i can make like a big thing of chicken soup i can make yeah. a turkey chili yeah. i can make steamed um fish and veggies five minutes um i can make black beans i can make like three or four staples that then i then have in a fridge and then yeah. i mean truly doesn't take there's a chicken soup recipe where i literally throw in okay chopped up onion carrot celery chicken chicken stock i don't even cook it i just close it 25 minutes and it's ready wow that's amazing it's 10 minutes. Fine, I'll get an instant pot. <laughs> it's really <laughs> worth it. Was this an Forget infomercial? It. Did we just do one? I'm going to we go should. goop. This should be brand new. I'm going to get an instant pot. I hope you're getting, selling ads for these for your show. Absolutely. I know. <laughs> Send us free stuff. Um, this is not an instant pot episode. That, what were we talking about? I mean, the reason I thought cleanses would be such a fun thing to talk about with you is because you were like a master of reinvention, which I love. Like you've done so many things. <laughs> it's weird. You've done so many. I was looking through your website because I was like, I want to get the bio yeah. right. You and I have met, but I was like, okay, let's like get this right. And then I was like, I can't possibly put all these things in there. You're just going to have to walk through your life I've yourself. Had a pretty, uh, not a long life, but I do a lot. Well, my favorite was when I was looking, I was like, yes, like politically active, like blah, blah, blah. You've been a journalist. You've worked on campaigns. You are a music curator and a visual artist. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So tell us, tell us, just walk through, walk us well, through. Well, let's, th- I can start with the visual art first. Yes. And since they're in this. front of you. Yes, 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 yes. The project that I, um, I do for the past seven years, I didn't make new ones this year, but I make six Muslim Valentine's Day cards. Muslim Valentine's Day cards every year. Oh my god! And um, <laughs> lol, and stop it! Oh my god! A little snarky. Wait, is it Ramadan? Because I'm caught in your thirst trap. 
you know, of the times. (laughs) There is no border wall that could keep us apart. This one. This is spicy. I love it. There isn't a bone saw that can hack away all that my love for you. You know, when that thing happened with Saudi Arabia. Oh, we're aware. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, I know exactly what you're talking about. Now, no joke is ever too soon. Also, we need to talk about the Saudi influencers trip that happened just before Christmas as well. Because that was fucking disgusting. Yep. Even my, oh my God, my favorite white man, Army Hammer, was on this trip. No. Oh, no. So was the hijabi uh, model, Halima? Yeah. Oh my gosh. And Diplo? But Diplo is just like everywhere. Was Diplo on the trip? Mm -hmm. Take take my magic carpet out for a ride. It's very sexy. (laughs) I'll never deport you. Um, no, these Sorry, are all if you, amazing. These are so, so good. I love it. Yeah, where can we purchase these? You can go to these? my Etsy shop. Oh, okay, great, great, Etsy great. shop called Tazzy Star Shop. These are going directly into my actual card pocket wonderful. over here. Where I these are wonderful. So I started right. these cards uh, maybe like eight years ago. I can't even remember. Yeah. It feels weird to like have an art project yeah. be so long. I was in a book called Love Inshallah, which was mm-hmm. The Secret Love Lives of American Muslim Women. Yeah. Ooh, and I was doing book tour for that. I was one of like 25 writers. And every time we would go out, everyone would say like, oh, but do Muslim people love or like, you know, it's, yeah, it's so ridiculous. And so like, I started making these cards um, for my friends, actually. Well, actually, I started as a Twitter joke. I was on Twitter and I would like just use the hashtag Muslim V-Day, just be mm-hmm. very super snarky. And then my friends were like, why don't you just make these cards? You're an artist. You can just like do do them. And I was like, OK. So I made limited set, painted them, photocopied them, went to Kinko's, printed them up. Gave it to my friends. My friends loved it. Yeah. The next year, everyone yeah. was like, you should sell these. I was like, oh, I don't know. Because they're so wrong they're in some ways. They're really, really cute. But they're, you know, the thing that I do find, you know, very upsetting is, again, having to be asked the question, do Muslims love? Right. Like, it just, uh. the impact of dehumanizing language yeah. and how, uh, you know, how pervasive it is and how casual it can yeah. be that this project would even have to exist. Right. I, I hope what I am able to achieve with these cards is that I want people to feel uncomfortable. Like yeah. oftentimes when I read these cards aloud at comedy shows or whatever, people don't know if they should laugh or not. And I want people to laugh. But I also want people to laugh. Like in that discomfort laugh, I want people yeah. to think. Because I think so often we as activists, we go into this world where we're like, you need to believe this and you need to believe that. People yeah. just kind of tune it out. And through jokes and through weird projects like this, people, you're catching people at a different space mm. and you're able to like catch them off guard. And then they're, then, then all of a sudden you're, you know, you're in a comedy club or you're on Etsy page and you're like, oh wait, I need to think about why I'm uncomfortable with this. And you know, that's my form of activism. Yeah. That's what I love. Yeah. I think that's really smart. It's just wonderful because, because uh, I think what you're doing is something that's so specific to you. Like yeah. this is you. Like this, this is, is definitely your sense of humor. It's like it's like a pure distillation of you. Yeah. And I think what I've seen um, from a lot of my friends who are creators who um, maybe from minority back or underrepresented backgrounds is um, there was a willingness kind of there's a desire originally to like make things as broad as possible so yep. you connect mm-hmm. with as yeah. many people as possible. Yeah, yeah, We've yeah. all done it, and that work stinks. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's terrible. Yeah. And the more specific it gets to your experience, the more people connect with it. And the more people think about it and the more it changes people's lives. Even if it is a joke on a card. Yeah, it's it's so absurd, but I love it. I love like yeah. making these cards. I feel like I've been a part of a lot of projects which are just kind of pushing back on narratives of our communities. I, I started, you know, being an environmental activist. Yeah. And I was living in D.C. when um, September 11th happened. And I knew that like... Oh, God. I was like 21 at the time or whatever, you know, like I was right out of college. All my family's here in Los Angeles and I was told not to go to uh, the office because like chaos was happening. And um, in that moment, I was like, things are going to change for if you're brown Mm -hmm. in America, things are going to change. Mm -hmm. And I became very uh, like I didn't become socially conscious then, but I became uh, socially conscious around my racial justice issues. So I started really seeing myself like as a person of color, as yes. a Muslim woman, as someone who um, has to advocate for a community. Oh, yeah. We were also, like, everyone right. was othered so immediately. So and immediately. Yeah. Um, the first, 
first man that died was in Arizona, you know, for wearing a hijab at a mm. gas station. Yeah. Like we hear the story all the time. And so like I, I always talked about how I went into doing environmental activism because I hated people and I liked trees. Yeah. And then I was like, <laughs> after that, I was like, oh, I, I got to care about people now. I guess. <laughs> trees uh, get rid of the people. You're like, my proposal to save the trees is a little radical. <laughs> like get rid of the people. All the people. Just get rid of them. People overrated. Overrated. <laughs> trees do nothing but give us. <laughs> They're just They're real givers. Yeah, They're real givers. Mm-hmm. Um, so I ended up starting a nonprofit yeah. when I was 24 called South Asian American Voting Youth. I didn't have many South Asian friends at the time, so I had to learn yeah. who South Asian American yeah. community was. Yeah. I added them all to the board. We ran a national campaign, getting out 18 to 24 year olds to vote. Incredible. I was I was like 24 at the time when I was an ED, mm-hmm. um, and it was just like it was very amazing and wild and great like i don't even know i don't know how to put words to this like it is going to be the most pivotal moment in my life right to that experience and ever since then i've been involved in electoral politics in some way or another you just mentioned as well not having um previously many south Mm -hmm. asian friends before this process like it's interesting that the idea that this experience of knowing that you are suddenly being othered then leads yes. you to find your community. Yeah, and and let me to dig up stories about yeah. my community. I think, you know, the narrative I was told, that I thought I was told, I should say, is that, like, we all need to be doctors and engineers. Then after digging into my past, I realized that, uh, uh, like, my grandfather was a refugee. He had yeah. to flee Kolkata to go to Dhaka when partition happened. Mm-hmm. And then... When the 1971 Bangladesh independence happened, my uh, mother's family was in Lahore and they had to, and he was in, my grandfather was in a concentration camp and then they had to flee with everything that they could fit in a backpack and like get on a plane and get out of there. So like these narratives, like my mom just kind of dismissed it. She was just like, oh yeah, we're, we're just be successful. But then you're like, "Mm, we have like really strong activism narrative in our history that like, it's just forgotten. Or not forgotten, but like hidden. Like like well, we, we can be better than that or something. There's a cultural imperative to kind of bury that stuff. Because right. Because it's too painful. Too it's painful. It's hard. They don't want to talk Mm-mm. about it. They saw it, mm-hmm. you know, and it's really, and just to move forward, you know. And I think it, those stories are so powerful to, to me as an activist now mm-hmm. and just to the people that I work with and the activism that I do. Mm-hmm. I I started a camp for young folks, young South Asian kids and when I was living in the Bay Area called Bay Area Solidarity Summer. And when I was in the first year of doing that, I was very adamant. I was like, <laughs> can I just say you're great with an ac- acronym? I'm like, oh, Sava. <laughs> this is all great. You, got, you need good acronyms. Otherwise, how great are you? Branding. You're really good at acronyms. acronyms. I was like, Branding. wait a minute. Yeah. I don't think I started base as the acronym. I think someone, like the group up there did. But I was very adamant about um, doing like history mm. for our community. Yeah. So I didn't know, but like there is a radical South Asian activism history that started in the 19, 1912s mm-hmm. with the Gather Party in the Bay Area. So mm. there's a Gather house out there. And they were wow. involved yeah. with doing activism of freeing the India from the British regime. Yeah. And so they were like, they all came out to go to UC Berkeley. They got activated. They like <laughs> activated. went back Love there. That. And I was listening to the 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 podcast you did with Tejal. Oh, yeah. And you were talking about the Punjabis yes. that were in California. Yes. They all came over um, in the 1920s. Yeah, fascinating. Um, right? And they were working the fields. Yeah. And so California just, you know, like I didn't, no one knows yes. this. No. Except, yeah. But it's our history. Yeah, the long yeah. history of South Asians in California it is pretty crazy. It's amazing. Yeah. It's been fun to like, I'm, I'm just a nerd in that way. So the, I got yeah. really involved in like learning yeah. about South Asian American act, uh, history our people figuring out mm-hmm. how do we keep uh, our youth activated and how do we, you know, advocate on issues for our community. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. 
tell our listeners? I mean, I know, but can you tell our listeners about what you're working on now? Which one? Your day job. My day job, yeah. yeah. Um, right now I'm at 18 million rising. I've been there for about four years, okay. over four years. And, and what is 18 million rising? That's the number of Asian Americans we have in the U.S. according to the last census. Okay. And we are like an Asian American move on, which is the easy way to say yeah. it. Mm-hmm. But then I realized a lot of people don't know who move on mm-hmm. is. We do online digital campaigns. So we do um, signature gathering, uh, social media, and we do different things for the Asian American community. Um, and it's been a good good ride good experience we're getting ready for um black history month so we're doing a whole like series on asian american and black history and like sharing a reading list that will be where do asian american voters fit into the upcoming like the major election elections that thing because obviously you know everyone's as they should be courting the the latino vote and coding courting that they're so like let's say pandering everyone's pandering (laughs) to various everyone's in a black church right now yeah it's very embarrassing it's so embarrassing it's so embarrassing (laughs) like does do they nobody knows it's embarrassing for everyone it's embarrassing for the churches that are letting these fools come in and do the whole song and dance and it's embarrassing for them as a as a church anyways i i there's a tell a gray that, line yeah ask yeah. that question to every single church that has a politician showing up yep. and joining in on a gospel yeah. sunday it's pretty bad but but again so yeah where does the um where does the south asian vote fit into yeah. the election like you know where is the court you know how what do those events look like i didn't realize the, there were that many of us yeah. frankly there's a lot. Um, Asian Americans are the ones that are most likely to not be aligned with the party. Mm-hmm. So uh-huh. there's the largest. Interesting. About 33% are independent voters. So I've been doing this work for, for like, you know, 20 years uh-huh. now. One of the things that we always talk about is that people expect Asian Americans to be Democratic voters because mm-hmm. they're people of color. But I don't think that's a good way yeah. to look at it because we are ignored as a community. Yeah. We don't get the mailers and language. Mm-hmm. We don't get invited to all these town halls. Mm-hmm. Other communities do. So we're just kind of available. Um, <laughs> Tech avail. No- just like, <laughs> like... There's no like temple visits. Yeah. No. Or, like, mosque visits or, yeah. I mean, but the thing is, that's been shifting. You know, people are participating. We have the first Asian American presidential candidate mm-hmm. still in the race. We mm-hmm. actually had three. We had yeah. Andrew Yang, mm-hmm. and then we had Kamala Harris, and mm-hmm. then Tulsi Gabbard is part of mm-hmm. uh, Pacific Islander. So, like, we're participating in politics, yeah. but... That's true. It's nice. It's very nice to see the faces, even if, you know, whatever. Yeah. No, <laughs> I'm not yes, going to finish agreed. that sentence. <laughs> even if... <laughs> But it is interesting you saying that again, like again, the mailers not being printed yeah. in, um, yeah, printed in language. Um, and again, what, yeah, no temple visits. Again, that yeah. is not something I see. And no calls either. Yeah. I was involved uh, with an organization called Asian Americans Advancing Justice in LA. I worked with them for like four years. I worked at um, the Orange County Asian Pacific Islander mm-hmm. Community Alliance. And my jobs there were to do in-language voter outreach over the phone. So we mm. would coordinate phone banks. Mm-hmm. And at one point, the phone bank that I coordinated was in 17 different languages for the Asian American community. Yeah. And was there any like Hindi or... I did Hindi. You did. Mm-hmm. Uh, they didn't have it before I came on. Yeah, but like because I they came on, about it. I was like mm-hmm. Punjabi, Hindi, yeah. Bangla. Yeah. Um, we did Tongan, Samoan. Yeah. We did all the Asian AAPI languages that are ignored usually no by worries. the mainstream yeah. communities. Oh, I was so proud of that work. We reached, I think, I counted, I think over the course of my life, I reached out to like 400,000 yeah. voters. That's incredible. That's an enormous amount of numbers. But I'm also tired. to me, what's so <laughs> boggling, what's mind-boggling to me is, again, it was just like, so that's 18 million votes that you would leave on the table. Yeah. Right? Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, like a lot really of them are not citizens. Yeah. A lot of them are... It'll take too much work to like do the language work. Yeah. You know, once people start voting, then they're going to become habitual voters. Yes. And I think that's really important for yeah. people to know is that like just get this person to the polls this one time mm-hmm. and then then they're going to not be scared anymore. Yeah. And they're going to yeah. just, you know, it'll be a habit. Mm. We just need to make voting a habit. Indeed, indeed. Mm. Very well, Sorry, can... it's not beauty related. No, about it. no, no. no. Well, okay, we're yeah, moving. Yeah, we've got, we've not... got, we've got a lot more beauty stuff coming. Yeah. But um, oh, so we can move on to beauty of the week. So beauty of the week is where we shine a light on someone or something or an object <laughs> that we think is beautiful this week, and we can start and come yeah. around to you. So, um, 
Mine, my beauty of the week is Meghan oh, B. Yeah. Markle. Oh, yes. <laughs> she did it. She did it. She did it. She got so Prince Harry off the doll. <laughs> <laughs> Said you need to get a job, which is the most black woman thing to do. It's like, I'm sorry, you're living at your grand's house. You've never had a job. Ridiculous. No. But what do you think he's going to do? Nothing. He's going to do all of his like environmental campaigning. He's also all of his um, veteran campaigning. Yeah, There'll be true. a lot of speaking engagements. They'll yeah. also, they'll definitely have an Apple deal within 20 minutes. I guarantee <laughs> it. Um, it will be an astronomical amount of money. Um, also, he got so much inheritance from Diana as well. Like, like yeah. 50 million. He's fine. I'm not worried about his pockets at all. He's fine. Yeah. But she jumped him out of the gang. Yeah. <laughs> incredible. <laughs> <laughs> Took him away yeah. from that incredibly toxic, insane family who are basically <laughs> saying, we'd much rather have Prince Andrew, the pedophile, mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, <disgusting>, <laughs> than, um, than a mixed race woman in the gang. And... Um, Megan said Mexit. Mexit means Mexit. And um, yeah, took him and that beautiful baby and bounced to Canada. I'm so excited for it's, her. I'm thrilled. I'm thrilled. They're going to move to LA eventually. Of course they will. I'm very excited. Yeah. It's just a layover. Oh, completely. It's just a layover. Very excited to bump into baby Archie at Erewhon. It's going to be great. Oh my God, it's going to happen. <laughs> I'm like a camel milk aisle. Genuinely, it's the amount of racist abuse oh, from disgusting. the British press over the last two years has just been insane and so to basically and no one ever thought they'd actually leave no, but so to have this wonderful New Year's surprise of do you know what <laughs> we're leaving and we don't want your money either it's it one of delicious. the most wonderful things truly about having lived in both England yeah. and the US as we both have um, there's nothing more wonderful than like that American thing of like Oh, well, that doesn't matter. Yeah. <laughs> it doesn't, yeah. Every, all your like tradition yeah. means yeah. nothing to me. Yeah, we can just leave. You don't have to. just leave. Just buy. I'm just going to, what are you going to do? I'm going to get a job. Yeah. Like I used to have. So. <laughs> I know but. you guys don't know what those are. No. But I'm just no. going to go do that. It's Did incredible. you see the video of, um, it's Prince Harry, right? Yeah. <laughs> I was like, what's this yeah. white guy's name? <laughs> <laughs> Prince Harry, like talking to that, like Disney exec saying like, hey, oh, my, yeah. my wife does voiceovers. Yes. And you're just That's like, are incredible. you? If your husband is not out trying to good. secure no. the bag for good, you husband. while schmoozing with Bob Iger, then he's not even your husband. Divorce him. So Divorce him. Like, I mean, he's ready for like, you know, living a self-sustained life. Totally. He's out there. Hus- he's, he's networking. He's networking. Yeah. He's, yeah. yeah. He's like, my wife does voiceovers. <laughs> Like, okay. yeah. brushing off Megan the Rolodex. she's gonna be supporting him in like two seconds oh, oh completely absolutely. um <laughs> my beauty of the week is a book called how to do nothing by jenny odell this sounds Ooh, excellent tell me more it's wonderful so uh in addition to the um fasting and the um no drinking i took the internet off my phone ah I took the internet off my phone in December and I have not put it back on. It's been amazing. When you say you took the internet off your phone, explain to me what that means. I took off social media mm-hmm. um, completely mm-hmm. and I also disabled Safari and mail. Interesting. So all I That's can do good. really is, is text yeah. and take photos of my children Yeah, and text photos of my children. That's great. And Google I love Max. those texts of your children. I get them every day. Yes. Yes. There's, they feel more personal, don't they? Yeah. So, um, so I took the internet off my phone. I within two days felt like a load had been left. Yes. Um, I'm an introvert. So, so any sort of social interaction takes something out of me. And I realized, even though I love the internet, like I love alcohol, Mm -hmm. alcohol does not love me. The Mm -hmm. internet does not love me. I had to, I had to stop. There was just too much noise. Um, and it was making me anxious as Mm -hmm. well. So, so I just, I feel so much better. And as I'm thinking all this, I, I read, I read this book, how to do nothing. And, um, the elevator pitch has been, and it's, this is wrong. It says it's like a Walden for the digital age. Mm-hmm. Um, Jenny O'Dell is a, is an artist and art historian at um, Stanford University. And it's really just about being productive and being like how we define being productive and being engaged um, when you are being bombarded with digital information. And it's about taking a breath, going for a walk, like taking things in. And ultimately what I was feeling was I need to be putting more, I want to be putting more out than I'm taking in. And so Mm -hmm. I have like, 
in a way made myself a hermit, but like a digital hermit, yeah. you know? And it's really working for me because what I noticed immediately after especially taking the internet off my phone was all of a sudden I had a very strong urge to make plans with friends, like oh. real hangout plans. Yeah. Call them on the phone, actually see them because making plans used to feel like a huge hassle. If someone called me, I would jump in fright. Yeah. Just like, ugh. And now it's like, oh, well, I haven't talked to anyone in a while. Yeah. Like, I don't, <laughs> mind having, I don't mind having a phone conversation. Yeah. So, so that's been a good balance for me. And, you know, like I joked that the, 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 the exact amount of online I want to be is 2005 Blackberry. Mm. And that's what my phone has become. Yes. That's amazing. Perfect. That's pretty tight. Incredible. And so I'm going to maintain that. So Jenny O'Dell, read the book. Damn. How about yes. you? Well, I, w- I w- actually was just thinking about like when you said like get off the phone. For me, mm-hmm. I'm able to get off the phone because I puzzle. I love mm-hmm. puzzling. Wonderful. I just did a puzzle at a friend's house the other night. I was charmed. It was yeah. so much great fun. fun. So and then great. I, I paint. And oh, painting, so nice. when you're like painting, you can't look at your phone because yeah. your yeah. hands yeah. are busy. Yeah. I'm doing, um, I'm, I'm totally not answering your question, but I'm Whatever. doing, I told myself I was going to do learn one new skill a month for mm-hmm. 2020. So I learned how to do punch needling this month. Oh, where you just like yeah. take a needle and punch yeah. it, and that was a lot of fun. I, I don't know. I feel like just making things keeps yes. you away from your phone, and yeah. I've been having a lot of joy craft. with that. Yeah. Craft. The beauty of the week is craft. crafting. Yeah. Crafting. Yes. Yeah. I, I agree with that. And what I've been doing is the phone, um, oh, when I, I just don't, like I use it during the work day, and then I don't like put it away. Yeah. Like yeah. after six, I don't even know where it is. I, I work great. in digital though, so I like need to be near yes, my phone. It's different. And but at the same time, you know what? I am the single one here. Uh, you have to like respond to guys immediately mm. on these apps. Yeah. Oh. Otherwise, they get like upset. So I had to oh, God. put a mess, a, a thing in my profile saying um, I'm, I'm, I'm only checking this 30 minutes a day. Yeah. yeah. Don't expect an immediate response. Yeah. But good. the fact that you have to like put that. Exactly. It's remarkable. Expect, yeah. I mean, yeah. yeah. The, everyone was like, you took mail. And I was like, first of all, I'm a writer. Like, yeah, what, what, exactly. Leave me the fuck alone. Yeah. I mean, there's certainly like podcast, but, yeah. but like I check my mail once in the morning and once at lunch and that's yeah. it. And I respond to whatever I respond to and everyone can wait a day. And if you can't wait a day, you can call me or whatever. Yeah. And, um, and it's been working out. I also just started like explaining to people as well with projects that while I'm writing, I do not check my email. Mm -hmm. Just like it's far too distracting. Mm -hmm. It's too task driven Mm -hmm. and it takes me away from writing. So if you would like your draft on time, don't expect me to be super on email. If it's urgent, reach me through my assistant. Like there's always a way that you can find me. Most of the time you'll find they don't really need to reach you. Nope. No, they <laughs> never need to reach you. Yeah. It's crazy. Um, we started doing at work, we started doing meeting free Wednesdays. Mm. So everyone, it was not just internal meetings, but we did all meetings mm. completely. And that turned into our work day. And yeah. it's life changing. That's very, very cool. Because you're just like, yeah, not available. Yeah. Now we do a wrap up called Rosebud and Thorn, which is a game that I play with my son at the end of the day um, to wrap up our day. So Rose is like a beauty um, highlight. Over the last, like, whatever, few weeks. It doesn't also have to be beauty. It can be wellness. It can be, yeah, anything, anything really. Life, it could be, yeah. like, a book. It can be, yeah, yeah. A thorn, is a, a thorn is a is a low point, and then a bud is something you're looking forward to trying. So we can start with the roses. I think my rose for the week is the film 1917, Ooh. which oh, is marvelous. Beautiful. And I, I hate war movies. Yeah, me too. I have so little interest mm-hmm. in any especially a world war movie mm-hmm. i could not be more bored it's the most fully overmined genre of like prestige mm. film that we have and it's very boring um 1917 on the other hand outstanding it's beautiful absolutely incredible it's essentially constructed in one shot and it is obviously it's beautiful because it's shot by roger roger fucking deacons Deacon. who is just a king and it's yeah it's just a very very marvelous film and i came away from me and my uh yeah friend of the pod uh amandla uh she described it as white excellence and then <laughs> we later found out because one of the other things about the film as well is they actually represent a lot well you actually see that not all of the soldiers in world war one were all white <laughs> like there are you know the actual there are the sikh gurkhas um yeah. on the battlefields and actually have speaking parts and there are black soldiers <laughs> as there actually were in the first world war and um and so yeah it was the very first time i'd actually seen a vaguely representative all diverse like you know world war movie and then i was doing some um doing so fell down a random google hole the other day because there was a bit of a furor about this some idiot who went on good morning britain who was basically saying that the forced diversity of 1917 oh, made geez. took him out of the film having <gasps> clearly he knew nothing about the history of the gurkha soldiers him? 
I yeah. couldn't enjoy it yeah. because of the brown face. Yes. Because um, he clearly did not know about Send the history of the Gurkhas at all. And um, someone responded to this on Twitter and said, like, ironic, considering that this film is based on the director's grandfather's stories from the First World War. Mm-hmm. And he was actually brown. And I was like, excuse me? Sam Mendes' grandfather was Wait a minute, black. A person of color? Sam Mendes' dad is from Trinidad. What? what? Googling now. Right? I just goosebumps. Right? I'm going to have to watch all the movies now. Turns out it was black excellence the whole time. Oh, <laughs> my goodness. It's the so twists good. and turns of this story. I know. Talk about one shot. I oh know. Oh, my God. I feel like, look at this. Like she I actually has goosebumps. Have. She literally has goosebumps. It's amazing. I love it's a amazing. surprise. It's so I love great. a surprise ending. Yeah. <gasps> What? Indeed. It's fantastic. Um, highly recommend you go and see it. Um, but yeah, so the entire film is based on his dad's, uh, on his grandfather's stories for Mav Moore. And it's, yeah, it's honestly, it's a really remarkable piece of cinema. It's a very, very simple story. And it's very much, especially watching it just after the, um, basically the horrific oh situation with Iran. And it yeah. was, you are so used to, very big men making very big declarations and it is the 18 19 20 year old uh boys that actually have to do the dirty work and it's a very whilst it's visually epic it's a very small story about two very young boys um who actually have to bear the brunt of the decisions of war and um and it's just excellent anyway where Trinidadian excellence it? in a movie theater. Definitely watch theater? it in a movie theater. Yeah. And still out? it's still out. And then it'll probably win an Oscar and then it will be in more theaters. Done. But yes, yeah, see it on as big a screen as you possibly can. I'm it's a little great. obsessed with Trinidad because oh I love yes. chutney music. Yes. And the Amanda, fusion. are you listening? <laughs> <laughs> the fusion of like Daisy music and local music. So. Oh. I released, I, I do music too, so I released a, a Christmas Chutney album like Shut a few up. years ago. Oh my gosh. I'll send it. Like, it's just like a mixtape, not like no, an original, no, but like Chutney Christmas music is the best. I love it. It's so good. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, already planning so her next excited. party. Oh my God. <laughs> That's <laughs> incredible. Um, oh, my rose. My rose was, um, my rose is, well, it came from a sad thing, which was my gram- my grandmother passed away and I had this urge mm-hmm. to, my grandma taught me how to do everything with my hands. She taught me how to sew and crochet and knit and all those things when I was really young. So I hadn't made the link weirdly, but I had bought this little like needlepoint kit when I was visiting my mother and right after my grandma died, I felt this like crazy urge to do it yeah plus i had all this time now because i don't have the internet on my phone yes um yes. found truly <laughs> yeah. two to three extra two to three extra hours a day yeah. a lot of quiet restorative time and i've been doing this needlepoint it's a tiny thing it's taking forever and i got a little bit impatient about it but then i realized my thing is i want to do everything at once as you know this is a problem i do everything at once um but i realized oh i could just finish this and then i can do the next thing yeah mm-hmm. i don't need to learn spanish today and again like finish this and then i can start taking my spanish lessons <laughs> and i can finish my spanish lessons i can start yeah. taking guitar lessons <laughs> yeah. i love this do you have a, a rose thing? yeah like, a rose or a rose is like something good yeah um well this is like bad but good okay I went to an anti-CAA protest in Little India. Ooh. They were protesting the genocide of Muslims in India. And Modi has changed the law to, uh, and it's India is in chaos. Um, so this organization named Equality Labs, they're organizing protests in all the little Indias all across the yeah. U.S. Mm. And I was there on Sunday. Mm. And it was beautiful. It was beautiful mm. to see so many people out on that street corner, they spoke. They had speakers for like three hours. And um, the ED of uh, Equality Labs spoke and was just like super articulate and talked a lot about like the history of surveillance of the brown community. And she also sings. Yeah. So she like did this speech about like just smart, sweet speech about like why this is bad. And then she like sang like protest song and she has an album coming out too. I'm just like, oh, you're you're amazing. You're but just doing also, everything. Like, yeah, her name's Thin Mori. That's my shout out for this uh, 
for my rose. But learn more about the protests that are going on in India because I think everything's kind of just silenced right now. There's information out there. It was really, there was, I found much more written about it over Christmas, over the holiday. And then as soon as Iran happened, then everything just kind of got, you know, the news story, the cycle just shifted entirely. I, from what I understand, also Kashmir is still without internet. Kashmir's been without internet for for the past three months and like oh, it's just not you're not hearing about it yeah it's a mess it's a mess but we need to talk about it in our yeah. communities my thorn is actually my original thorn was that there is no oscar nomination for j-lo for hustlers and academy electric yeah. chair <laughs> um but actually um my real Thorn uh, is actually Clearview AI app, which this company is absolutely evil. Um, and we will link to an article in the show notes. And we talked to it's uh, it's essentially a, a company that scrapes uh, all of your facial data from <gasps> websites without your permission, and then leases it out to law enforcement agencies mm-hmm. and whoever else they want Gross. and so that essentially you can be your face can be captured on cctv or from a or from a camera phone and your entire your home address your mm-hmm. all of your personal details can be matched up to anyone without your permission and this company has been scraping these images from facebook and Mm -hmm. from tumblr and from anywhere else that your face is online from like linkedin and um uh, facebook are doing absolutely nothing about it because they're evil and um also because peter teal who's on the board of facebook is also one of the investors of this company so terrible so they suck and more people need to be talking about ways in which to combat this specific company and also the use of facial recognition uh, recognition data. And um, yeah, because otherwise a lot of women are going to die. Oh. Our, our organization is doing campaigns on this. So do follow mm-hmm. 18 Million Rising to get some more updates. That's right. fantastic. Yeah. What is, um, can you give us an example of any of something that is, um, um, well, or some of the actions that what, are? Well, one of the things that we've been thinking about is how the Uyghurs in China are being surveilled. Mm. So yes. a lot of the surveillance that we're experiencing here is coming from Chinese technology. Yeah, the mm-hmm. government registration yeah. stuff, right? Yeah. And so we're trying to figure out like how, uh, how can we figure out who the target is to attack them? And mm-hmm. I mean, I imagine Clearview probably is like, super connected internationally into the surveillance community. They're so we're actually, figuring it out. But. They're actually not that well connected. This is actually a relatively small oh. startup written mm. by, uh, by a guy who had two failed other startups. Mm. Um, and this is his first foray. Right? Of course it is. Of course yeah. It is. yeah. Um, and, um, and this is the first successful uh, startup he has had. His other two were, um, uh, one was like a dating uh, site and of I course. can't remember what the other one oh, was. Oh, he's also a failed male model as well. And um, <laughs> yeah. Failed male so he, they, they've, they're connected with American law enforcement. So they've been going after a lot of like local law enforcement and leasing it to them. Um, but internationally, they've mm, not yet made that reach. But they will if we do not nip it yeah. in the bud now. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's also just shocking to me that, you know, uh, facial recognition AI is something that companies like Google have said, no, 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 that's too evil. We can't go there. Yeah, that's a good point. Yep. Like, <laughs> that's a good point. Yeah. Okay, so my th- Thor. Oh, mm. thanks, man. Thanks. Mm. Thanks for poisoning us. Wait, what? Oh, yeah. I read it. What the yes. fuck? I the... just had to return a whole... I just ordered a whole shipment, fresh things, and they have, like, insane Not... amounts of, uh, like, PFAs, and these chemicals in the in those crotch, and now we have to return them all. Oh, I love them so much. I know. Oh, I'm sorry. I thought you would know. I thought you were going to say the stuff about how the CEO. Oh, that's all. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. She's crazy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But but in this fact, yeah, it's that bad. <sighs> I mean, who who knows? The, the 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 rebuttal has been like you're not supposed to consume them. Yeah, but I don't, know. don't eat your pants. <laughs> don't eat your pants. Don't eat your pants. Yeah. Um. So we'll see what actually happens, and who knows? That's who knows? Yeah. Who knows what's going on? That. But I was I was grumpy because I had just ordered them, and now I have to return them. Oh, damn um. Like my, my bud for the week. Should we do? All right. So my bud actually yeah. linking to your how to do nothing. Um. So I just got uh, bought a book uh, called How to Break Up with Your Phone, um, which everyone is reading in England. Oh. And oh. um, yes, it's basically a book to 
to teach you how to wean you off of your phone habit. And I'm excited to start reading it. That's great because while I love How to Do Nothing, it's very academic and very dense. And I was like, there should be a companion piece to this that is like the self-help manual, which she hadn't written. So I'm glad to hear about that. I'm going to read it as well. Um, Just to like uh, really... Really double down. Yeah. <laughs> um, I My bed is, oh, I'm doing cookbook dinners again. Fantastic. Oh, These yeah. are so exciting. Yes. So years ago, I, um, after my first baby, I, I just hadn't cooked in a while and cooking was not fun for me and I was just having a bummer of a time and I love food and I love cooking. So I was feeling very sad about it. So I um, emailed all my friends and I had made an Excel spreadsheet and I was like, I need to, I haven't cooked anything from all these cookbooks that I have. Um, sign up for dinners and come over Cute. and we'll make it. Sometimes it was bad and sometimes it was good and I yeah. started it's what got me started writing because I would write essays about them just for myself on like a WordPress and um and it sent me off like on truly on a new career path and um and just got me back into cooking again so um I just haven't seen I've been in the baby bubble for so long that I was like we need to start having people over dinner again I have all these cookbooks so (laughs) can I come for dishroom night yes 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 (laughs) yes yes so I'm gonna set it up with dates and everything and you guys can sign up and um, Amina came over and I tried um, a cookbook called My Toothed Souths, which is by a chef who, an Indian woman who lives in, um, oh God, is it Atlanta? She has restaurants in Atlanta. And so it's like a kind of a fusion cookbook. Yeah. It was great. Amazing. Oh gosh. Yes, I highly recommend. Um, so again, yeah, looking forward to that. So, How about you? But is uh, like something coming up? Look, yeah, something you're looking yeah. forward to or? I mean, I'm looking forward to the end of our podcast show. Like, yeah, I'm looking yeah. forward to the party show. Hurrah. We're doing it at my friend's house. We're getting chairs. We're get, doing interviews before. It's so and great. So, like, I'm, I'm looking, I'm obviously very sad of the end of Good Muslim, Bad Muslim, mm-hmm. but I'm looking forward to, you know, like, like the, the next two weeks are just, like, planning for this big party. Right. That's and so, it. like, that's all I'm thinking about is, like, okay, party. That's how, like, yeah. how are we going to do this? What a way to go out with a bang. I know. Yeah. I was thinking, like, I need to get my co-host a gift. Like, what's yes. a good, like, gift? She's very good at gifts. I love giving gifts. gifts. We really. obviously aren't going to say she, it. Pri's also really, really great at gifts. I literally <laughs> came home to a box of the strongest smelling truffles the other day that she'd had shipped to the house. I have never been more excited. I was like, what is in here? And the smell hit me and I nearly fell over. It was so good. I'm so excited. Well, had mentioned as an aspiration that that Oprah has her own truffle and shaver everywhere she goes. I read that. And I was like, this is entirely entirely attainable. And now that's me. Mm -hmm. Now Now that's me. Are you going to carry it around in your purse? Please do. Honestly, my, my, you should. my, my, yeah, yeah, they're currently in like a vacuum box in my fridge. And even then you still catch a whiff when you open oh, the door. That's incredible. how good they are. They have a very good yeah. sourcer. Well, amazing. Thanks so much for joining us. Thanks for having me. Awesome. Is there anything you want to promote or talk about? Well, Muslim V-Day cards. Be sure to check course, them out. They're yeah. on my Etsy shop. Excellent. Listen to our podcast. Our last few episodes, we've had a lot of fun episodes because we wanted to go out with a bang. So I, I know it's past Christmas, but I did a really fun Christmas gin story and mm. we got my childhood crush Dante Bosco to read as the leading man Dante Bosco was Rufio on Hook oh. if you don't know who I'm talking about yeah. right, 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 right. so yes. I was very excited about uh-huh. that yeah. wow. <laughs> I love this oh, very exciting thank you so much for joining us yeah. it's been so awesome right. and um, yeah that's it for us for another week bye guys bye, bye. For show notes, including links to the products, services, people, and causes mentioned on this episode, you can subscribe to our official newsletter, Stuff and Things, through the link in our show notes or at foxybrownspod.com. See you next week. Erios. Powered by ACAST. 